episodes of television. I'm your host, Donald. Okay, I got it that time. When I was trying to do my quick little intro, they kept there's just like squeaking noise. Don't know where it came from. So, I have been away from the podcast for a couple of months. Kind of a needed break. Longer than anticipated, but I'm back. Um, there still may be delays between some episodes, just depending on schedules and how things go, you know. Um, while on my break, I have made the decision that I am going to shut down the Discord at the end of February. I've been promoting it since October 2020, I think, and no one's on it, so I'm going to discontinue it, I'm going to discontinue the email, so the ending of the podcasts are going to sound a little bit different, due to some other changes, uh, plans I had for the podcast are changing very slightly the next show I want to do I'm still able to do but I think I had one after that that I planned that I'm not going to be able to do and hmm, it's it's gonna I had to make some changes with different things and it kind of through a wrench into my long-term plans for the series. But I can still make things work, especially since we still have two, three, five more seasons of Still Game, I think. And then another show that, that run seven years. So I'm stocked up for a good long while. Um... I will try to do different shows or movies or something just to kind of break it up a little bit. But what I would really like to do is kind of like when I was doing Ed, Ed, and Eddie, I started suffering major burnout. So I may take a break and do something different or I don't know yet. Like I think with season four of Ed, Ed, and Eddie, I was hitting some major burnout on the series. So I just wanted to just push it out and get it done. Um, And that's fine for episodes that are 10 to 12 minutes long. These episodes are 22 minutes long. So it's a little bit more difficult to watch and pump out. Because I watch the shows, I, I do my notes, and depending on... When I watch when I record, I may have to rewatch episodes. And I'm not going to put myself in like an eight-hour straight binge session to do a podcast. That's not going to happen. Um, speaking of Still Game and furthering the podcast, I am going to continue in Season 4. 
with the episodes Dialabus and Ring. Dialabus has Robbie Coltrane as special guest Davy the bus driver. If that name sounds familiar, he was Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies. And if you're a fan of How Did This Get Made, he was the titular character in the... Um, what What's the word I'm looking for? Not-so-hot movie, Gooby. Or as June Diane Raphael said, Gooby. Um, they did that several years ago on their podcast. I actually watched that movie. It was not good. My setup is a little different. Uh, I'm still using the same equipment, but how I have it situated and everything is different than what I'm used to. So please bear with me. Um, I'm switching things around in the house and just trying something different. And so like my microphone is on two different levels, like one side's up, like maybe a half inch taller. I'm not expecting an issue, but on the offhand, because one of the legs is like hanging off the table. So go me. I'll probably invoke my superpowers of dropping it at some point while recording. Uh, yeah, that that's my superpowers. I can make anything fall. I can drop anything, even if I'm in a different room. Don't know how I got it, but I do. Okay, before I get started, I just watched these episodes. And I have my notes with me, and I'm hoping I remember how to do this. So I guess the only thing I can do is just get started with the podcast. And I'm going to kick it off with the episode, Dial-A-Bus. Isaac gets off the bus with Davy's help. Uh, he grabs a couple bags for her, and uh, they see Jack and Victor. And... They ask Davy about the dial bus and Davy says normally he'll stop and pick people up, drop them off, no questions asked. Uh, um, normally people are charged when they use the service, but Davy's a nice guy. He doesn't, he'll look the other way. Uh, so Jack and Victor, they decide they're going to start using the dial bus um, Before I get into it, dial bus is... Literally, you call, say you need picked up, the bus comes and gets you, and it's for the elderly or anyone needing assistance or anything like that. Um, so Jack and Victor, they decide they're going to start using the dial-a-bus service to start going to the Klansman. And we cut to Bobby. He's on a call, uh, you know, 
Tuesdays for so long and uh, different things of this nature. And Jack and Victor come in, and then we have Bobby's banter after he gets off the phone. He goes, ho oh, ho, it's the two Ronnies. We're the two Ronnies now. Well, it's shut up your prick for me, and shut up your prick from him. Two lager. Winston comes in, and he says, shouldn't you two be sitting down? Aren't you a little weary after your trip? And he brings up that Jack and Victor were using the dial-up bus. Winston saw them getting off of the bus, and he's like, ooh, I got this now. So everybody razzes Jack and Victor about it, and they're like, it's a service. We literally use the service. It's like using a taxi cab. Bobby tells them he is starting to ride a bicycle. He's going to start biking so many miles, or well, kilometers. Um, in UK, they use that system, uh, the metric system. And uh, there were some jokes from Jack and Victor about uh, the kind of bike by uh, Bobby should be using so it doesn't hurt his little fanny. At Naveed's store, Tom comes in and tosses some keys to Naveed and he tells him that the van is gassed up. And uh, he gassed it up so that they can go to the cash and carry. Well, Nafit says, we're not going to cash and carry today. And this saddens Tom. He's like, oh, I, I had my day planned around going here. That's why I gassed the van up for you. And Naveed says, you live such a sad, lonely, miserable life that you get such a boner from going to the cash and carry. We'll go Tuesday. So... Tom's spirits are lifted. Jack goes over to Victor's, and they go over the day's plans, uh, different things they want to do. And first, they have to get a pint. So they get on the dial bus, and there's a lady driving. Uh, she informs him that Davey's off with depression. The lady charges him. My notes are a little weird, so I'm having to do this from what I just saw. And I just binged four episodes of it. So I might, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get stuff confused. Uh, the lady charges him a, a pound five each. And then we see Bobby getting ready to ride his bike. And there's a guy there. Uh, I got his name somewhere written down. And uh, it's just Bobby telling this guy not to take any crap off the guys. So Eric comes up and calls Bobby a prize wanker. Uh, Winston's at home. And he's looking for a picture. And he switches one out of the frame for this one. Then we see Tom at the, at the store 
And he samples something called nut nuggies. Little like caramel nut chocolate cluster snacks. And he's he's pulling off these lines. I don't know if my customers would like them. Uh, can I try another one? What's that taste? Ooh, what is that? Can I? Is it okay if I have another one? Um, and okay, I have a note for that later. Oh, uh, we see Bobby biking, and Winston comes in and. Messes with Matt, the temp. Uh, this is who Bobby was just talking to in the previous scene. Um, he puts a picture down and he says, Hey, my name's Harvey Gallagher. I own the pub. Bobby said he owned it. Oh, that Bobby. I'm going to have his ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, arse. They say arse. Um, so he's he's laying it on thick that he's really the owner and Bobby just works for him. And hey Eric, thanks for the lift. Give him a drink. And he starts pulling this with everybody. Oh hey, that's the godmother to my son. Oh, I know them, they did me a solid. So he's getting free drink for everybody. He says, Call Jack and Victor, they'll want to come down and be a part of this. Um Tom's still playing games with the samples lady and she is getting just visually angry. She has a sour look on her face. She grabs a box, rips it open for him because he's staying there eating a bunch of free samples. But they're not limiting the samples either. So Tom is, he's getting away with it because of loopholes, basically. But generally, people just take like one or two and move on while he's eating a box of them. Winston's, I've got a note, Winston's giving some, some more free drinks out and a stack of hardcore porny books. That's what he calls them, porny books. And he just searched. He has a box. And he's just throwing these adult magazines around. Uh, Naveed's loading up the van, and Tom's next to the van, and he throws up. Now, we see the van, and Tom is holding on to the rear of it with one hand, and he's throwing up, and he is he is stationed in front of the van. So you actually see him heave something up, not just fake something by hiding behind the van. No, not like that. And uh, Naveed asks him how many he had. And he says, oh, 20, 25. Well, if you ate 25 candies, you'd probably be a little sick too. Jack and Victor get on the dollar bus, and Davey's back from his depression. Uh, normally he doesn't charge people, but he charged 
Jack for Jack, Victor, and Isa. Uh, see Bobby, he's riding his bike, and he comes up to a pub called The Huntsman. And this is, I, sw I swear, this is the Klansman in an alternate universe. There's a guy who looks similar to Bobby. Um, maybe a little younger. Um, comes in, and there's two of these guys that resemble Jack and Victor. And he says, oh, it's the two Ronnies. And these two, they say, oh, the two Ronnies, he got us again. And they're, they're just, they're jovial, they're good sports. And I sat there watching, and I was like, did he, did he travel to another universe? Because... Like, obviously, there's the setup of this is the norm, and he sees the opposite. Like, I get that. But, really? You wouldn't think that. You'd think that somewhere, someone in that pub is being a complete arse. Isaac gets a bag of donuts out and gives one to Jack and Victor and asks Davey if he would like one. And he just kind of looks up in the rearview mirror and his eyes get, get a little big. And he's like, donut? No, no, thank you. Thanks for asking, but no. And then he puts his foot down on the accelerator and takes off. Uh, I actually, I just had those notes backwards, but whatever. Um, Davy's driving with the passengers, and Jack says, "Uh, you should have took a left there to get to the Klansman." To the Klansman, Davy goes left. I'll show you left, and then he turns right, and he's just taking them all for a ride at this point. Um, they don't know what to do. They ask him if he's okay. Um, they say, okay, well, maybe we got to knock him out. Wait, is that at this point? No, it's not quite at this point yet. Uh, Naveed pulls up, pulls up to a stop and, and Davey pulls up alongside him. So you have Naveed in the driver's seat, Tom in passenger, and then and then you have Jack and Victor in the bus seat. And Jack and Victor are trying to signal them for help. He says, write help us on the window, but you gotta write it backwards and the S is also backwards. So Victor gets confused and writes Schlep S H L E P on the window. And Tom's like, what does schlep mean? To move doggedly. Like a lapdog. A servant. You. <laughs> and then... What was the next thing they did? He held up a newspaper with a football score. Well, that didn't help. And Victor's like, hey, turn that around. So they see the word alert. So they take the newspaper and it said gas alert. And they covered gas. So 
alert, and they point up to the bus driver. And Tom's like, oh, they're in trouble. Or Navid's like, they're in trouble, not Tom. So they decide they're going to follow the bus for a little bit. Um, the bus kind of pulls up and in front because of how the road was. So Tom can follow him. Or Navid's driving, so Navid can follow him. Once in Eric talk in the bathroom, uh, where's Jack and Victor? They w they wouldn't miss anything like this. Um, you know, hey, you know, we're getting away with some free drink after all the shite we put up with from Bobby and blah, blah, blah. Um, just some quick little things, but it was really noting that, hey, Jack and Victor, we called them for a pint and they're not here. That's very unusual. Davy's driving, and he notices, I, I wrote Tom, but it was Naveed driving. Uh, he notices Naveed is following him, so he backs up, making Naveed back up. And when Naveed stops, all of his stock falls out of the back door of the van. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Because even with momentum, there was nothing to trigger the door opening. And if he locked it, it wouldn't have opened anyway, but we don't know if he locked it or not. Got another shot of Bobby riding his bike. And at this point, okay, so at one point, they passed the bingo, and this guy's like, that's my bingo, I can't miss the bingo today. And that's when they come up with this idea, okay, we gotta go up there and knock him out. Jack, you used to be a boxer. You go up there. And um, Davey sees us in the mirror, and he moves the bus kind of like into one lane and back over. And it throws Jack back into his seat. Um, but they get out in the countryside. And that's when they're like, okay, we're really up a creek now. Some, we don't know what to do. So, I, f I forget exactly when that was. Um, but after the shot of Bobby biking, back to where I'm at in my notes. Jack and Victor get eyes at a warm-up to Davey. Uh, they say... Why don't you go up there and kind of flirt with him a little or give him one of those uh, blowjobbies. That's a gobble. <laughs> I love that. Victor's like, just give him a, what they call those uh, blowjobbies. And Jack just pipes in. That's a gobble, you call that. Uh, that's a gobble. So... As it goes up there, she starts distracting Davy. Davy, wouldn't you want to go somewhere and, and just kind of sit, maybe get something to eat? We could we could share a sausage roll. Ooh, that's tempting, but no. And I love Robbie Coltrane in this role. It is just amazing how he can just say something and then just boom, quick line. In the way he delivers it. 
and I'm going to talk a little bit about how he acts um, when I get finished with this. Um, anyway, so she says, Ooh, well, I have to take a pee. You could pull over and you could go watch me. And I was like, that is really gross. And he is so distracted that he near that he runs Bobby off the road. He he looks at Isa and looks back to the road and there's Bobby, so he slams on the brake and Bobby kind of goes off this little hill. And because of this, it brings Davy back to reality. And he stops the bus, he gets off, and he's like, he is, hands on his head, he's, he's so worried. Um, and quickly, I think it was Victor told Isa to shut the bus door, so she shut him to lock Davy off the bus. So he can't, you know, joyride and hijack them again. They all agree to go to the, well... Davy, Jack, and Victor agreed to go to the Huntsman, sit, get a pint, and get to the heart of the issue. Like, what happened? Why did he take off? Um, while sitting there, uh, Jack, Victor, Isa, and Bobby are sitting with Davy, and Davy said that he was taking care of his sick mother, and she was constantly asking about donuts. Did he can make her anything, but she only wanted donuts for breakfast, and it started to wear on him. Back at the Klansman, we see Eric is doing karaoke, and Winston's going around, and he looks through the window, and he sees the dial bus pull up, and there's Bobby with his banged-up-looking bike. As Bobby, Isaac, Jack, and Victor get off, Winston runs out, gets on the dial of bus. He says, go, 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 drive, drive, drive. Where to? Anywhere, you donut. And this sets Davy off again. And this is something I don't understand. He told Davy to, to drive, just go anywhere. And then after Davy takes off, Winston's at the back of the bus and he's hitting the back windshield. Like with the, with his hands, like their fists, like he's banging his hands, and then he does it open palmed, and I'm like, wait a minute, why would he be doing that to make them look at him? That wouldn't make sense if he's just trying to get away as quick as possible. That wouldn't make sense. Uh, we got some quick credits. And then we have Naveed go around smelling breath from the kids. So, because when they dropped the stock, a bunch of kids ran out of a school and they start eating all this candy. And he's going around smelling breath. Okay, 5P, 10P. This one kid has like cheesy snack, like Cheeto dust all over his face. And then the, the teacher or the principal was standing there and he says, I'm sorry about this, Mr. Harid. Eh, kids will be kids. You dirty bastard. And took some money from that guy because 
Vika smell candy on his breath. And that is the episode Dialabus. Alright, so Davy, he was just kind of like a meh kind of uh kind of attitude. And when um when Isa offered him a donut his eyes got a little big and he's like what no no thank you and he had this like manic side to him and he was like just saying random things jack asked him a question he's like davy are you all right and he goes he listed off the beatles names uh george ringo paul uh if anyone ever talked to me about the podcast, I get I get share for this, but I forget the other guy's name. And he'd say two down, two to go. Uh, custard eyes, one eyed custard man. Uh, Sammy Davis, pay the puppeteer. And at one point, is when they're in the countryside. He rips his mirror down and throws it out the window, so he wouldn't look back. Uh, he said he's the gas man, he's a gastronaut. Like, all of these weird, crazy things. But my question is, is everybody stayed in their seats, and they stayed back there, and they're talking amongst themselves? Obviously, this is not how this guy normally acts. So why didn't anyone think to just go up there and just sit in the front seat and talk to him, try to... Try to calm him down. Try to reason with him. Try to try to figure something out. Um, that's just me looking at it pragmatically. Um, but it was just so weird that we had this guy who was nice. He was, you know, hey, I'll take you up on a on this uh, pint you just offered me, and then he's gone mysteriously. And then he's back and he's very blah. Like, I'd be asking a lot of questions. But that's just me. This episode is called Ring. And to avoid offending people because everybody has to be offended about something. There's talk of a transgender person in this. In this episode. And I'm going to say it how it was said. If you don't like it, I don't care. As I've said before with this series, they did comedy for the sake of comedy. They didn't do it to intentionally hurt someone's feelings. They did it because when this came out, you could actually make jokes. That was a thing in the world. You could make jokes about everything without offending everybody. Okay, enough soapbox. Uh...
Navid's playing 20 questions with Mina. And he asks her a couple questions. She keeps saying yes, 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 yes. He's like, I got it in seven. I'm retiring now as the champion. And some a couple of guys in suits come in and they're checking produce and different things. And they they immediately piss Navid off. Um, and then they say, hey, we got off on the wrong foot. We're from Spire Stores. And at the Klansman, Jack challenges Victor to a game of darts. Victor steps up to the plate, so to speak, and he aims for the uh, dartboard and he says, Nanith Danger. And he hits this guy, Arthur, right in the back. And Jack goes up there, says, hey, hold on, you will pull the dart out. Victor says, hey, Jack didn't mean it. And Jack pulls the dart out of his back. He says, is it out? Yeah, it's out. And he goes to feel his back, and we see a shot of his back. He's, he's got a bunch of blood on his back. It looks like he was stabbed. I mean, a dart is like... Does not look like a knife, <laughs> but it looks like a like he was stabbed with a small knife. With how much blood was there? Winston comes in and he announces a wedding, and it is Tom and the library woman Francis. And the gang all wants to see the proposal. So they drink up. Uh, Winston announced that he's going to ask her at the library. So they all drink up and they rush over there. So I was talking to a man at the library. And he says, are you all right, son? He goes, oh, yeah, just preoccupied. He goes, oh, I was wondering why he's on the same page for over 20 minutes there. He says, well, you see her. Oh, yeah, the library lady. I'm going to ask her to marry me. Oh, yeah, she's the nice, quiet, mousy type. Bet she roars like a bear when she comes. <laughs> and this totally catches Tom off guard. He's like, wait, what? And Tom gets up, and he approaches Francis, and the gang moves up to this bookshelf behind him. And they start removing books. So that they can watch. And Tom gets this feeling like somebody's there. So he turns and looks and they all hide. They duck behind the remaining books. Then they all shift back over when Tom looks away. Tom asks Francis to marry him. She says yes. And the gang cheers. And the bookshelf falls over. Jack and Victor are, are in a hurry to get to Naveed's store because they want to tell Naveed the news. Well, Isa has spotted them, so you, she uses her cell phone 
to call Navi directly. And that's, and we only know this because she comes up and she says, I gotcha. I saw you running. I knew there's only one thing you could, you were dying to tell him. So I phoned him ahead of you. Uh, we see Spires putting up, putting their signs up and everything. And Jack and Jack and Jack and Victor talked to Navid about selling out. You know, he always he was always a local guy. He was always, you know, there for the community. And now he's just part of a faceless corporation. Okay, this isn't the episode I was thinking of. We have some Bobby's banter. And Bobby says, here we go, Rod Hall and Emu. Oh, that's a cracker, I. Except I think we've got more chance of sticking our hand up a bird than you have. Two pints, you prick. Jack and Victor join Tom and Winston to talk wedding details and who's going to be the best man. Uh, go to the labor union and it's £4.50 a head or... Pie and beans at the Klansen for a pound a head. And now, now that Tom is, you know, we already know he's going to the cheapest thing possible. Um, now he has to pick his best man. He says, not Victor. Victor can't tell a joke. Victor goes to tell a joke and then he just totally fumbles it. He says, Jack drags everything out. So he's not the best man. Jack says, he he starts acting like he's giving a speech, and he goes, I'm bored myself. Uh, Bobby comes up, he says, Bobby's my best man. He goes, I'm not giving you any more of a discount. He goes, naturally, it's Winston. And Winston says, naturally, I was, I was picked fourth. And Eric turns around and says, Fifth, he asked me, but I told him to piss off. So Winston is actually the fifth choice, naturally. Tom tells the guys he's going to use a ring that his ex-wife threw at him after she caught him shagging a woman he met on the bus. They tell him to go get her, go get Francis, a new wedding ring. Not reuse one, not doing that. It's a special occasion, it's a special lady. He can at least do her that. Pete came in and he said he's not able to be the best man because he has plans that day. So I guess that means Winston was naturally the sixth choice. Jack and Victor talk about filming the wedding and as like a gift to Tom and Francis and uh, Winston comes in and tells how Tom was going to cheap out on the ring. Say he was going to get her something and call it something different. Um, I think it was going to be like a cheaper metal and he was going to lie to her about what it actually was 
Um, but Winston got him to buy the buy a good ring. Victor convinces Jack to do a trick with the ring, where he takes it down his hand while he hums a song, and he sticks it in his mouth, acts like he swallows it, and then he pulls his cheeks his cheeks apart and sticks his tongue out and wiggles his tongue around and makes it look like he's he actually swallowed it and then he does like a fake cough and he pulls the ring out of his mouth uh winston was like oh that was great do it again maybe you should do it on that day and as Jack goes to do the trick again, the phone rings, causing him to swallow it for real. Uh, it was Tom on the phone, and he wanted to talk to Winston. He says, uh, what, what did the guys think of the ring? Oh, uh, delicious. And they said something about meeting at the Klansman or something. I don't know. Nothing important. Uh, Naveed makes a hot dog and uh, he offers it to Mina. She says no, so he offers it to Isa. And a guy comes in and he asks Naveed for some alcohol. It's two minutes after 10 and Naveed's like, okay. Apparently the guy works for Spire Stores and he goes, you cannot sell alcohol after 10. If this was uh I forget who he said, but if it was this certain person or whatever, uh the whole spire name could lose a liquor license because of it. So Hold on, let, let, let's do this again. I'll put this back. You ask again. He goes, okay. He asks for the alcohol. And he closes it. And he calls him an alky bastard for trying to buy alcohol after at two minutes past ten. Uh, he turns around to walk away. And he slips on the floor. Eyes over. Hurries out there with a wet floor sign. At the apartment, Victor has made Jack a cocktail made of olive oil, white paraffin, castor oil, and prune juice. It is called a jollop. He said it's what they give horses when they're not regular. Jack says, dude, do I have to drink that? No, you rub it on your tummy. Yes, you drink it. At Tom Stagnite, his bachelor party, uh, there at the Klansman, apparently Tom paid for a stripper. And she is introduced as Lolita. Now, me, I was thinking, I don't know, a young lady, um, maybe someone in a bikini. G-string at the very least. In comes this older looking lady. And she's dressed up like a female cop. 
and the guys are just utterly disgusted. She comes up and she takes Tom's scarf and she doesn't even do it sexually. She just like grabs it from one shoulder and pulls it back around his head to where the other side is. And then puts it between her legs and rocks back and forth with it in her cooch, you know. And she wads it up and throws at him. They're all like trying to dive out of the way. We see Nafid, Mina, and Isa. They're preparing for the wedding. They're going to shut the shop a couple hours. Well, a rep comes in. And he tells Navid he's not leaving. That Isa doesn't work there anymore because of the incident with the rep the other night. The one who slipped. Uh, he says, you don't have this on a special. You're not up to date on this and that. On the, like prices. And he says... It's okay. A lot of people they have they have trouble adjusting to Spire's rules and blah blah blah. Um, he's and he looks at Navid and he says, "What you need to remember is that you are now Agent Three Five Seven." He he turns around. He's looking at something, and Navid just kind of he kind of gathers himself. And he starts typing on the little keyboard and says, yeah, yeah, you're right. But you know what the problem is? I hate being Agent 357. And they look up at the scrolling thing. It says, stick your spire up your arse, you wee fanny. So they're at the wedding. And the, uh, the efficient, is that the word, is out there, he's talking about Tom and Francis, blah, blah, blah. And he's asking, then he asked for the rings. Uh, Naveed and Mina and Isaac all come in and, uh, Winston, he is trying to stall for time because, Jack still hasn't shed out the ring. So he's like, the long loop of life, the hoop of happiness. Ring, ring, why don't you give me a call? And uh, in the restroom, we hear Jack let out a big fart. We hear a little clink. And that was the ring. And he gets it. And they about run out with it until they're like oh hey we gotta wash this off so they wash it off they get it up there and uh, they finish the ceremony and back at the Klansman Bobby is swamped with orders uh, Jack wants a drink Peggy wants a drink uh, Eric wants his food he's running everything out of this shitty microwave. Uh, Winston gives a speech and he says uh, 
hey, ladies, don't worry. There's a fresh toilet roll for the first time in six years. He he says the joke that Victor is trying to tell, and it was, Tom is so tight-fisted, and once he dropped a pound coin, went to pick it up, it hit him in the back of the head. Now, here is... I thought this was a hilarious story. Um, he says that when Winston, when him and Tom were doing their national service, they were in Frankfurt in Germany, Frankfurt, Germany. And there's a lot of women around. And at the same time, Elvis Presley was over there, according to his story. And Tom faked a, an American accent, and one of the women really went for him. Said, yeah, I know, I know Elvis, we're good friends. So she goes up with him to the room, and Tom, you know, young man, he takes off his uniform, he's ready to go. And he says, she whipped off her clothes, her knickers, and there they were, big cock hairy balls. And... Then we get a shot of Peggy, and the look on her face was like, what? 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 <laughs> um, I just, I just love that look on her face. It was just so, his utter, utter disbelief that he just, A, said that, and B, did that really happen? Um... Tom looks over at Francis and he gives her a kiss on the cheek and then she sniffs her ring because of odors. <laughs> uh, get some quick credits and then we see Tom and Francis watching the wedding video and Victor, the day before the wedding, filmed Jack trying to get the ring out. Yes, Jack was in his bathroom over this like... I don't know if it was a bowl or a pot, but he was going to relieve himself in that and then sift through to find the ring. And that's how we close out ring. Oh boy, that was... Seriously, you have to go back and watch the episode for how uh, Winston tells a story and the look on Peggy's face. That is just so priceless. Um, next episode, I'm going to cover Hatch and Who's the Daddy, and that will wrap up season four. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Um, at the end of February, I will be discontinuing the email and Discord. Um, that's really all I got. I mean, I said it all at the beginning, and I just said it again. Um, due to nobody using the discord or contacting me via email or anything like that i'm shutting them down um it sucks because i'd really like i would have liked to have talked to the listeners um 
maybe found a co-host, but doesn't always go my way. And quite honestly, the podcast is not the highest priority on my list. Um, this is literally just a hobby. It's something I enjoy doing just for the fun of it. And uh, I don't think it's going to be any more than what it is now, to be honest. Um, yeah, that takes care of this one. Um, Robbie Coltrane is fantastic in Dial a Bus. Um, a lot of funny parts at Ring. Um, some good things for Tom, who is my least favorite character in the series. Yeah, that's really it. I don't have anything else. So remember, the podcast is available at Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. I'll be discontinuing the Discord and email at the end of February. And I'll be covering the episodes Hatch and Who's the Daddy on the next episodes of television. Mm-hmm.